Hey guys, welcome back to the Sorry What podcast, hosted by me, Fatima. I am back, but I do want to warn you, I might disappear again just because my exams are kind of creeping up on me, and so I don't think I can promise that there's going to be weekly episodes, and I think when so much focus is on uni, I don't know, I don't really put much thought into what I want to record and sometimes ideas just come to me naturally and that's kind of how I like to go with it rather than spend like an hour thinking of ideas. But I did promise that I would release an episode, I think I actually said at the same time as my episode explaining why I had gone off the radar, but here we are. And I just thought it would be funny to do a podcast about things I'm leaving in 2023. Obviously, this is my opinion and there are going to be things that people don't agree with and I'm going to say what I'm going to leave in 2023 and then things I hope that other people do. But guys, this is like a laugh, okay? We don't need to be getting offended. This isn't targeted at anyone at all. I've literally been writing a list throughout the week. Just every time I have an idea that pops into my head, I've written it down. But it's literally all light-hearted fun and games. It's just a wee bit of fun. But I hope everyone's well. I hope everyone has a nice break. Just take some time off. Don't study too hard because you'll burn out and that's not ideal. But yeah, shall we get into it? Okay, so the first thing I've written down is my Apple Watch. Now... I was an Apple Watch diehard. I think I'd had it since, gosh, maybe, maybe 2018. I loved it, had it on every day. I wore it to the balls, like, sometimes looking back, I'm thinking, was I crazy? Towards the end, I started wearing my nicer watches for the balls, but for a long time, I was wearing my Apple Watch. Asked my friends, like, I was wearing it all the time. My friends would ask me if they should get an Apple Watch, and I was recommending it to them, being like, yep, so good. But really, I think it's kind of toxic for two reasons. The first one is it makes you check your notifications straight away because it alerts you of them straight away. Obviously, then we got D&D and everything, so, like, I suppose it's avoidable but I just think it encourages people to be on their phones or on a device even more than we already are and then the second thing is I think it does make people obsessive about step counts and I used to be really keen to close all my rings and then there was that competition thing you could do with your friends and me and my friend did it and it was fun and games but I do think for some people it's a bit of an obsession to hit the 10k steps a day and I know that that is the recommended number of steps but sometimes it's just not feasible and sometimes you will be on your feet all day working but that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to achieve 10k steps a day. But I do see, you know, for people that do runs or whatever and want to record that maybe an Apple Watch is handy but I know like there's better stuff for it like a Garmin and other things like that and if I pronounce that word wrong don't come for me, okay? So yeah, Apple Watch. So I stopped wearing mine before my summer holiday this year. And so when was that? August? That's five months. I've not been wearing it. And honestly, I don't miss it. I don't miss having that awkward tan line either. Honestly, on holiday, charging sockets are scarce as it is and I'd rather charge my phone than a watch. But see if I start wearing it again when I'm on placement or something. Please don't come for me then because actually I think I'm going to be a bit of a hypocrite and I'd probably see myself re-wearing it. But for now and for 
I think honestly it'll be a year before I wear it again but yeah just thought I'd pop that in there. The second thing I've written is fast fashion. Now this decision so I've, I've never ever ever bought anything from PLT, Boohoo, Shein and I had never bought into that to be honest like I understand the prices are more affordable but I would always save up my money and just buy pieces that I knew would last me longer but I was still going to like Zara and people that know me will know that I was a Zara diehard. Zara have made extremely questionable campaigns recently that they've released and I don't care what anyone says, I don't care when Zara state that this campaign was filmed, you have hundreds of people on your, thousands of people on your team to be honest, you have such a big PR team to allow a campaign such as that to be released in a time like this, mm mm-mm. I am cancelling Zara. I don't like cancel culture, but I think it's justified in some places and it's justified for me now. So not going to Zara ever again. They won't be getting a pound from me ever again. That's quite a big statement for me because like I said, honestly, I would go to Zara a lot. But I did find over the years, you know, in undergrad, I was a Zara diehard and then maybe first year as well of medicine. But I did find that the prices went up and the quality didn't. And I know prices have gone up everywhere, but I'm just like, be real. Like, babes, it's Zara. Why are your prices sky high for what it is? I mean, come on. But I am going to say, I don't really have a quick turnover. If I buy something, I'll wear it a lot. I won't buy it, wear it and sell it immediately. I do sell some of my clothes, but that's things that I haven't worn for, I mean, over a year or two. And I kind of keep things in my wardrobe for a while before I then think to sell it or pass it to people that I think would benefit from it more. I also really love donating my clothes. We donate a lot of clothes, actually. I probably donate more than I sell to people that need it. And that makes me feel much better that I know that my clothes are going to people that perhaps can't afford to buy their own and I would encourage everyone to do the same. So yeah, small acts of kindness really do go a long way without sounding like I am on a big stage giving a TED talk. Okay, the next thing I've written is Anki. Okay, Anki, I'm sorry, like I just never got on board with Anki. I tried it for one of my blocks in second year and it was one of my biggest regrets ever. Yeah, you will never see me using Anki, to be honest. I don't think I am not going to spend hours making questions that give me fast facts but don't give me the full picture. I'm really sorry if I've offended any Anki medics and I know that there's probably loads that do well doing Anki, but yeah, it's just not for me. It's just not for me and that's okay. The other thing is Beeril. Now, I had Beeril and then... I made a new account, started afresh, and I've deleted the app. It's been a few weeks now, and there's a few reasons for it. I think Beeril is extremely toxic when people only post them studying. I'm scrolling and everyone's just studying, and I know that that is the reality of med students, but I do just think it creates a bit of a toxic culture. I'm sorry. A lot of people, and I've done it as well, I'll retake the Beeril, and that kind of defeats the purpose. I'm like, Fatima, this is defeating the purpose of Beeril. So I don't know whether to like restart my burial again and just have like a very limited number of people. Next we have screen time. I've said this on my story before but I genuinely think the screen time notifications, you know at the end of the week where it's like your screen time is 3 hours and 52 minutes. I think that actually makes you more conscious of your screen time because then you're like okay I'm going to try work on that the next week. But then you're so conscious of it you probably will go on your phone more. 
there's probably some psychology behind that that I don't quite understand myself and I can't articulate well because I don't really understand it um but yeah I turned off the screen time notification I would rather not know to be honest and I think actually I'm probably on my phone less I do have a timer for one thing though and that's social media and having that timer ensures that I am not going above 30 minutes a day I will say with me being very active about Palestine though I have been on social media for more than half an hour a day but I'm not mindlessly scrolling I'm just resharing important educational posts so yeah I do actually think that is important for me but yeah I'm gonna try leave mindless scrolling in 2023 but honestly I think I've gotten better since the whole activism lifestyle that I am following and and it is a lifestyle because I don't think it's something you can just do for two weeks if it's something you're genuinely passionate about educating people on it just becomes part of my daily life and I I don't know it is empowering to know that you're educating people and that they are coming off your stories knowing something that they wouldn't have otherwise and it, it is a good feeling so yeah and um, what else have I written comparing myself yeah I'm gonna leave that it's not academic the comparisons for me it's more like looking at people that are my age and they could have bought a house or a flat or gotten married and I'm like oh my god I'm in my third year of medicine I'm still in higher education or further education but then I'm also like by the time I'm 26 I'll have a first class degree under my belt I'll have a medical degree under my belt and that in itself is a huge achievement for me know that everything that's happening in your life is happening at the right time and what's meant for you won't go by you is that the saying what's for you won't go by you and yet perhaps someone as you're aging engaged or married or buying a house and you're not there yet but know that that time will come so yeah what else taking things for granted I'm leaving that in 2023 we should take nothing for granted honestly the past two months have shown me to be even more grateful than what I am already and know that everything we have is such a blessing and know that in the west we are privileged to see the horrific crimes that are being committed across the world on a screen that is such a huge privilege oh yeah this is a good one I think this is school mentality I was never into this right I think I always followed more people than followed me but I know people at school that were keen on having the number to be exactly the same I just want to tell you if you're listening that no one cares honestly I am never checking people's follower number or who or how many people they follow if you are looking at other people's numbers why should that concern you but also if you're the person that's really uptight about things like that guys please know that that is not a priority in life and if that's a priority for you please reevaluate because it doesn't matter how many followers you have and how many you're following honestly it doesn't matter people could have thousands of followers and be so lonely and vice versa people could have 10 followers and they could be living the best life be surrounded by the best people it really doesn't matter i thought now we could maybe talk about things i think people should leave in 2023 number one the small bags that fit nothing at all I know we all had a small bag era. I never was into the wee Jacquemus tiny bags that probably fit a two pence coin in them. There's probably other brands out there, but those are the ones I have in mind. I mean, they're impractical. You're literally carrying it with your index and your middle finger and your thumb. And you're literally fitting in a two pence coin and probably a lipstick. I mean, each to their own, of course, but I, I just wish that that never comes back. 
people should leave saying the word res, slay. I'm trying to think of other ones. Queen. That one does cringe me out these days. I mean, sometimes it slips out of my mouth and I think, oh my god, you did not just say that. Yeah, we should leave that in 2023, I think. Mm, what else have I written here? Okay, cancel culture. I think cancelling brands that are pro-genocide is so worth it and it's something we should all do. And if we're talking people that have said things that are, you know, racist, misogynistic, sexist, you know, there's so many things. Obviously, I've just said like three that have come to the top of my mind. If people have said things that are completely bang out, I understand that. But sometimes I think people cancel people, then they forget and they love them. I remember a specific YouTuber had said some horrific things on Twitter years ago. Very racist things, like very, very racist things that I I honestly couldn't forgive. She was cancelled. Big thing. Now people are fine with her, adoring her again. And I think that is just so stupid, this whole cancel culture thing. Should we not be educating people rather than cancelling them for like three weeks and then forgiving them? But I also think it's funny how people pick and choose who they choose to forgive. I remember it being all over social media at the time and I understand at the time she was probably young when she said it but I don't think that ever justifies anything you know um of course now she could be educated but to have even allowed something as horrific as what she said escape her mouth and go onto her social media regardless of the age she was and I'm pretty sure she was a teenager you know you're not daft by that age you are quite socially aware it's just something I can't get past. But yeah, she was cancelled and then forgiven. But there's probably loads more people that have said outrageous things and got away with it. And that's what frustrates me. I think it's the fact that we're allowing all these people to still have platforms. So I just think cancel culture is completely unnecessary. And what we should do is stop supporting these people, educate them on what was wrong and hold them accountable. And if that means unfollowing them or hitting them where it hurts, i.e. stop supporting their businesses, then that's what we should do. This is a good one. I'm really proud that I came up with this one, actually. What we should leave in 2023 is making your babies Instagram accounts and writing Instagram posts as if they've written it. Your child is two months old. Why are you acting like they have written an Instagram post saying Happy Father's Day? I mean, come on, guys. This is weird. And like, your baby didn't consent to their face being plastered all over the internet. Oh my god, I just came up with a really good one. Oh my god, are you ready for what we should leave in 2023? <laughs> People that share their love life, but don't share... F so, Okay, so say someone's just gotten married, okay, or engaged, and they post a photo of hands. It's like, no one cares enough for you to be this private and secretive. Do you know what I mean? Like, respectfully, no one cares. You're not a big celeb that people are probably infatuated with. Also, guys, leave. Another thing is leave idolising and glamorising celebrities in 2023. Because people that are that infatuated with celebrities worry me because they are normal people that got lucky and are making millions a day, okay? But yeah, back to the whole people posting hands and no faces it's like why are you trying to be secretive if you announce it if you are keen to post on social media why would you not just post like a photo of you both why are you posting hands and trying to be you know secretive and this and that the next thing like you're married 
Just don't post it at all instead of posting hands. Do you know what I mean? I'm keen to see what people think of this, but I just find that so bizarre. Because to me, it's like no one actually cares that much for you to be secretive. Um, People that come into mind actually are Sophia and Trincia. I mean, they are influencers, but they've never posted their significant others in the last few years. And I just can't grasp why. Maybe for them, it's because, I don't know, their fans will be pestering them every time, every time they see their significant others out in public or if they're with another girl, they're probably scared of getting that DM telling them they've cheated or whatever or probably they're worried about what their fans are going to say about the looks of their significant others because we live in such a superficial day and age. But yeah, I'm talking people my age, you know, low-key Instagram accounts posting that they've been married. Amazing, like congratulations to you but why are you posting your hands? Do you know what I mean? Because if you're trying to get people talking, be like, ooh, I wonder who you're married to. I don't think it's working. I just don't. I've just remembered two more things. TikTok dances and TikTok shop. Let's leave that in 2023, please. TikTok shop is like an elevated cringe level of QVC for Gen Z. And TikTok dances are very COVID era. And I think the world would benefit if we left them behind. There we go, guys. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed. I hope you have a lovely new year. Please stay educated on what's going on in Palestine. Because as you celebrate your holidays, please know that a lot of people have been robbed of theirs. Palestinians are not only Muslims. There are people of so many different faiths that are Palestinian. So please be aware of that. But I hope that everyone does have a nice break, has enough time to refresh, and happy new year when it comes i think i will be seeing everyone or i will be talking to everyone in 2024 that makes me feel sick remember when people for some reason thought the world was gonna end in 2012 here we are anyway guys i shall leave now i've got lectures to watch um yeah take care everyone bye